Welcome to Cinecast, a Cinedec podcast where we chat with outside-the-box thinkers that are changing the video industry. Take one. Welcome to the Cinecast podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. On the last episode of Cinecast, we sat down with Noah Shamo and Connor Burke. They're the founders of Assistant Editors Bootcamp. We talked about this intersection between education and on-the-job training and kind of where that sweet spot is in getting their first jobs. So today we're sitting down to talk about the founding, this idea for an industry kind of on-the-job training program uh, slash mentorship slash networking group, how this all evolved. So Noah, I'll start with you. Tell me that founding story of Assistant Editors Bootcamp. I think Connor called me with a question, and I had this concept for Assistant Editors Bootcamp, and I mentioned to him what I was planning to do and why I was thinking about doing it, and he was just ecstatic about the idea. He thought it was a great idea and asked if I would be interested in having him join me in in doing this. Do you remember that, Connor? Yeah, I was outside uh, my old company on the phone with you, walk, yeah. pacing around, talking about it. <laughs> and the, but the reason the reason I did call you was I was a, I think I was like the lead at the time at at Film Forty Five, and I was starting to meet like a lot of people and like newer people, and like I was running through like people that were awful, that were great, and whatnot. But like I remember there was always people that were asking me like, hey, like how how'd you get here? How'd you get your foot in the door? And so when Noah told me about this, I was like, this is kind of genius. You know, I, my first concern was competition. Are we going to become irrelevant because we're just duplicating the same kind of classes that are being offered elsewhere? And there are a lot of other classes that are offered that sort of superficially cover the same topic on assistant editing. Moviola offers a class. I think Keycode Media offers a class. But they sort of approach it from a, an academic standpoint. There's, I know there's other companies that teach and stuff, but like I took one of those classes before and I was like, they don't teach you how to make workflows work outside of what's certified. You have to make workflows at work and to the best of the project in a timely manner and all this stuff. And But sorry, yes, no, continue. Um, I think he sort of hit the nail on the head. Those classes really focus on the content more than the duties of an assistant editor. So they'll focus on how to cut a scene, which is great. You know, it's definitely something that you should learn at some point, but no one will ever expect that of an assistant editor. And they definitely won't be expecting that for your first job. And so what I figured was instead of sort of focusing on the idealized assistant editor work, why don't we just make a class that says, you're going to get a job, this is what they're going to want you to know, and this is how you do it. And so that's sort of how we approached it. If we were hiring assistant editors, because at, at that point, both of us were in positions where we were, we did have assistant editors working under us, what would we expect them to know? And what would we want them to be able to do once they're hired? And those are the things that we wanted to make sure that people who took these classes were capable of. Because we figured they'd be in a position where they could go to their interview for their first job, having never had an assistant editor gig before, 
and come off as if they'd worked several jobs and had a fair amount of experience. So that's sort of what we went for. So Connor, tell me about the classes themselves and uh, what have what have been some of the most recent classes that have really kind of moved the needle? Um, well, to be honest, like when we first started, this was a huge, huge trial and error kind of uh, when we first started this. And we basically really tried to teach from the start of a project to the end of a project. But keep in mind, we also were basically explaining the ins and outs of where you're, where you stand in the to or like where you are in the totem pole being at this position, who you respond to, how you respond to people, how you talk to people, how you email people, how you just basic work etiquette of what people expect in your position and just basically more of an understanding of because like the technical stuff is definitely one thing, but a huge part of the job is also the interaction with your team and how you respond to people and how you like carry yourself and beyond the technical stuff because that's a huge part of it. And so when we first started these classes, we were teaching everything in two days, a whole weekend. We thought we we're like, oh, cool, we're going to teach everything from start to finish. We're going to go from getting the first, how we set the project up, who the post soup is, producers, who like all the way to the end of finishing a TV show, whatever, and deliverables and what they expect. And, and we quickly realized, all right, we need to start breaking this down a little more. We need to start getting a little bit more specific. And so this ended up eventually leading to us breaking the classes into smaller classes and into single day classes and to, because we realized people don't sometimes don't have the time to do a two day class. And it's just also like kind of exhausting. I did a two, I did a four day class. I think at Moviola or something or three days. And I was just like, this is so tiring. Just taking notes and you don't really get to process everything. And, and then we also started realizing doing more hands on stuff is what the students liked better. And so we just, we really started to like, we would learn from each class. Every class we'd always learn something like, Oh, this worked great. This didn't. We should do this. And then what also worked great is we said, uh, Noah created like this survey and basically we'd get feedback from the students, what they liked, what they didn't like. And that was also really huge and helpful too. But like some of the previous class, most of the previous, like the really popular class right now is scripted, which everyone wants to get into. But we started with reality class and we kind of opened up and started getting people more comfortable with scripted. Then we did started doing premiere stuff. But I, I do lean on Noah for a huge part of it, especially with me now being on features. I'm usually out of the state for three to four months of the year now. So Noah does take a big portion of that part on. That's true. <laughs> well, so I imagine that students organically establish that camaraderie together from attending the workshops and, and they use those relationships to organically help each other. That, that is part of our class, too, in the beginning. We know networking is a huge part of this industry. It's all this, as big as this industry is, it's really small, too. Everyone knows each other somehow or in some form. And we start the classes out with people just introducing themselves. It's very basic, but to be honest, it's very helpful for other people just to feel comfortable meeting the neighbors next to them or people to help each other out when we're going through stuff and if someone gets lost and but like that is a huge we like really advocate for people to like you know talk to each other and you know just help each other out and that's exactly why we did the class 
No, you mentioned in the last episode that a big part of getting a job was relationships and basically just who you know. And you've been able to take this and kind of turn it on its head because something that you yourself, you found difficult, you've created a way that's easy for you. And I think a lot of other people, because if you're not a natural salesman, pretty much an extrovert, I mean, it's yeah. tough to get out there and create that that network. Right. I mean, is that, did you see that as the the underlying purpose all along or did it, did it come naturally? No, I think that was sort of a, a byproduct. I mean, our number one goal was always to get people the skills that they need to get that first job. The idea that it's a class, like a, a physical location where you, you're meeting other people who are working towards the same goal has made it so that all of those people who are taking that class are potential contacts for one another. And I think that sort of came, that wasn't my sort of initial thought as how this would benefit people. But I know from talking to people and from having done this for almost three years now, that it is tremendously helpful to meet all these other people in this class who are trying to get to the same point. Because once you know, if you let's say that you meet three or four people in the class and you keep in touch with them, if that first person gets a job, they could reach out to any of the other three and let them know that, you know, this company might be hiring or even something smaller, like give them advice on something that they ran into or an issue that they had or what other companies to look into, anything like that. I mean, we're looking at almost three years since we taught the class, the first class. I would assume that some of the people who were in that first class have done pretty well. I think. No, I've actually. There's actually like multiple people. There's one person on. I was working next to the offices of Ballers, and yeah. I like walked up there with my editor because he knew the producers and stuff, and he wanted to show me the team. And one of the assists walk up, and it was one of our students from our first class. He's like, "Yo, Connor." I was like, "Yo, what up? Like, how you doing?" He's like, oh, I'm an assistant on a baller. I was like, no way, dude. Like, I still remember when you took the class. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, he's like, it was great to like start getting my feet wet. And he's like, you know, one thing just led to the next. And now he's assistant editor on ballers. And even with, um, I had an apprentice editor on mile 22 and she was in one of our first class. And now she's on, I think, uh, the flash as an assistant editor. And I have seen multiple people that, that have taken our classes and, there's actually another guy that I know that's on another feature and he's in the union now. And it's like, you know, you do see these students like go places, which is kind of cool and rewarding. Yeah, I, that's awesome. So your babies have all grown up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess you kind of say that. And what's cool is like you can kind of see them reciprocate the same stuff that we taught. Yeah, it is. And it's I mean, I haven't really thought that much about it, but it's also kind of really cool to be shaping the assistant editors of tomorrow in a sense not even in just a sense i mean you are actually doing that i mean you know it's nice to be able to know that people who have taken this class i mean i can't vouch for everyone's character but i can say that it takes a fair amount of initiative to take a class that you don't necessarily have to take right and to take that experience and then get a job with it yeah i mean it takes initiative and that's exactly what you want in an assistant editor or any kind of creative employee. Well, guys, that does it for this episode. But are you ready to uh, meet me back here for episode three? Sure, we're ready. All right. Until next time, 
I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk.